Hey everybody, this is Chad Jordan uh, from Sport Clips. This is another edition of our Hall of Fame podcast. And first I should say aloha to everybody out there because uh, we are uh, recording this in, uh, what is it, Milani? Milani. Milani, uh, Oahu, uh, near Honolulu is where we are. And um, she's already spoken. I haven't even introduced her yet. So I, I tell you what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to let you introduce yourself. Who are you and where do you work? I am Kirsten Burr. I am the manager for HI102 and our area manager out here on the island. All right, and the reason, uh, and by the way, you'll be able, we are literally, and those watching on YouTube, hi, uh, we are filming this in the equipment room at IH102. Most of the times we record the podcast, we're in a booth, a podcast booth at headquarters, or I'm on the road and we've reserved some. We decided, hey, this is Hawaii, let's do it Hawaiian style. We're right here in the thick of things. So you're probably going to hear, and managers and stylists that are listening to the podcast, they'll certainly recognize uh, the vacuum that'll be going yeah. <laughs> off. Uh, we've got delivery trucks behind us. So we have all of that just to show how authentic our Hall of Fame podcast really are. So uh, there's a number of things that I want uh, to talk to Kirsten about today. And uh, the very first one will be, uh, and by the way, if you're watching on YouTube uh, and maybe you saw the video that we recorded from her store, hanging proudly here is the championship belt that she and her store have claimed because Kirsten is currently, as, the, as of the recording of this podcast, uh, <laughs> it's subject to change any day now, but yeah. she is the proud record holder of the most MVPs on a single client in a single visit. So uh, I, I'm going to let you kind of tell what that number is, how it all came about, because I think we've got some competitive stylists and team members out there and other managers that might want to take aim at this record, and they have their work cut out for them Absolutely. if they do want to. So why don't you give, give, me, give me the rundown. You're the record holder. You got the championship belt of the world, the new trophy that we put out for the most MVPs on a single client and single visit. So give me the rundown. What is the current number, uh, and how did all this transpire? Give me the story. Kirsten. All right, so we did a uh, 100 MVPs in one sitting. It was with my client, uh, Sergeant First Class Stephen Jackson. And by the way, we have for those watching YouTube, we have the plaque. Who? Get, who, who how did you get this trophy? Dorian Curtis okay. Likens. Uh -huh. She's our absolutely amazing coach. She is the best. From and Cali. From Cali, mm -hmm. she is so sweet, and she made me a plaque, so it has our, our picture. I don't know if we're holding. No, we're not holding the okay. receipt in that one. No, but uh -uh. we're doing shakas and all that good stuff. And, uh, and so, a scissor pose. And a scissor pose, yeah. of course, because you got to get that in there. Um, and so uh, she made this, you know, for basically the both of us. It's, it sits on my station every day, and it's it's a it's an it's a great conversation piece, especially for the rest of my staff, um, uh, who everyone likes to look at it and you know, like, oh, what is that? What does that mean? And so yeah. we have a lot of more clients that are now interested in possibly beating me down because uh, everyone in my all my staff were very competitive. This with is each probably other. a good conversation starter too about getting an MVP Absolutely. and what it is and mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that you're the record holder, of yeah. course, but. Uh, the having the plaque and now you're going to have this belt hanging at yeah. least for the for the next little bit of time absolutely um so how did so this guy mm -hmm. he's a uh, what did you say he's in the army yeah he's okay. uh, army sergeant first class oh, his name again uh steven jackson steven okay mm -hmm. um so he comes in he's a regular client or what's the story so i've been doing his hair for a little over a year now i think i started doing his hair my first month here um and so we've uh uh, he's he's an amazing guy. Uh, he, he's got some fun stories to mm -hmm. tell you. He's a really interesting dude. Um, so the way that this came along is he came in one day with his girlfriend, and that was, uh, I think it was three days after that 70 okay. had so, been hit. Yeah, uh -huh. So Lisa in West Virginia, mm -hmm. who started the trend, and she's yeah. actually been on the podcast as well, one of my favorite managers, uh, WV. 151 I believe is her store number mm -hmm. so she set the national record at 70 Yep. And there was all this buzz on social media, and some. It's funny because some people are like, "Well, who wants to do that many? Why is it a record? Why is it a big deal?" And others are like, "Heck no! I want to chase that. Absolutely. I want to go do it." You're obviously wired to be one of those. Heck no! I'm going to go do this thing. So, yeah. all right. So you see this trend going. There's yeah. someone set a record. 
So the, the first time I, I heard about it was actually in Colorado. There was a stylist at their Castle Rock location that got 40. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. Which yeah. at the time was like huge. Oh, of course. And then, you know, you, you hear all these other stylists breaking it. And I remember two huddles ago, uh, we had a group of uh, managers and we were asking everyone we could, do you know who has the highest amount? Mm-hmm. Do you know who has the highest it was a, amount? It was like an unofficial record for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no so, one really had it, had it nailed down yet. But when she yet. posted that 70, yeah. that kind of caught my eye a little bit so steven's in my chair and we were just making conversation he's been coming to sport clubs for a really long time he's gone to sport clubs and uh, back home in georgia and all that good which stuff is too. crazy right these military guys mm-hmm. they're not going on post or mm-hmm. on base to get no. their crew cuts <laughs> yeah. they want to look good at this this good. is 21st century this Absolutely. isn't your father's military they want to mm-hmm. look really good so they're coming in In fact i've been here today and most of the men that i've seen yep. come in get their haircuts uniform. are in uniform so anyways okay so you're sitting down you're talking so um, he and he had his girlfriend and uh, there with him, and so um, and this was right before the huddle as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I told oh, him, yeah. About, yeah so yeah. Uh, we were sitting in my chair, and I was like, I, I was, I was like, you know, it's crazy because he always does an MVP or a double MVP, and so. Um, I was like, you know what's crazy? It's like someone did 70 of these on one client. He's like, no, they didn't. And I was like, they did. And so his girlfriend um, was sitting, uh, or no, he, he said, um, he's like, so 70. He's like, so what was the record before that? And I was like, the only record that I know of is someone hit 40 in Colorado mm-hmm. once. And he's like, well, if someone's going to beat the 70, they should just go to 100. And so um, his girlfriend's like, she's sitting there and she's on her phone. She's like, I can see you doing 100. And he's sitting there. He's like, I'd do 100. And I'm like, do you want to do 100? You like stop the haircut there. I, because I like, you stopped, don't, like right, I wasn't touching on. him anymore. I'm right. just like, do you want to do uh-huh. 100? And he's like, is that a thing? Is oh, it possible? I'm word. like, oh, we can do 100. Mm-hmm. And so we planned it um, for uh, Easter uh, weekend because the military had uh, four days off. Um, I knew I was going to be Yeah, you're going to have to Friday. block off some time to yeah. do 100 so MVPs. I, I decided because when I'm here, I'm usually on the floor, and I didn't want it to interrupt the rest of my day uh, with my other stylist. So the way that we did it is I was off that fr- – it was Good Friday – and mm-hmm. he was off, and uh, so he came in, um, and we had this plan. Like, we, we exchanged numbers. Like, you know, we, we had a set date. And um, so I I knew that we were going to do this before the huddle, and I was very careful not to brag about it. I told uh, my coach, Dorian, she was yeah. the only person that I told that I was mm-hmm. going to do this because I was so worried that – some other managers would overhear, yeah. and then and they then would beat me to the punchline. It's, comp- <laughs> it's a competitive uh, workplace, sport clips, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I wanted it to be, you know, even um, if uh, someone passes my 100, I wanted to be the at least the first right. stylist yeah. to do 100, because mm-hmm. that's still a huge milestone. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was very careful not to tell too many people, and then I messaged her uh, the day before, because he confirmed with me that we were still on to do it and and, then, and he's he's aware like you weren't going to do these for free oh yeah i no, mean obviously he, he's in the military so yeah. you could do a military discount and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff but it's not like he was just sitting in the chair thinking oh that'd be cool i'd be willing to be your guinea pig no but he, it was he was legit. all about yeah. it he was all about it he was and which is so and much i think fun. that's key to, to break if whoever wants to break mm-hmm. the record you can't be giving these suckers away now no. if they're in the military you can do a military you you maybe senior their yep. senior discount or something but in terms of we're not looking for people to set this record just to do it we're mm-hmm. actually looking to, to benefit the store as well yep. and the stylist or the manager whoever's going to end up doing it and the client who gets this great the most amazing experience of his yeah, life it was we we had to separate it the day that he came in we had to break it up as we were doing it so our first group that we did we did, we did 15 so we did 15 okay. the the yep. and shampoos and we did 15 the neck and shoulder massages and then our second group we got up to 40 and then we did 80 and then we did a last 20 and that last 20 was so hard like when, oh yeah when we were done by the end day my hands were just i got home and i was just shaking and my husband's like okay i'm gonna dinner when clean the house uh-huh. he's like don't you whatever you want you just honey sit there yeah. and I'm yeah. Like, Great. yeah but yeah it was so how many are you wrote are you rotating um other team members who are helping you in each of those groups or no. how, how so is this my the only thing i had my teammates do was make me more steam towels and do yeah laundry. okay so i sense. did every single right. one of those mvps which was crazy and but you know and 
I thought of we we thought about for a while um, because I had a few stylists that were on the floor that day that were willing to jump in if I needed them to, mm-hmm. but I I really wanted to do it for myself. I like I like to push I myself. I think I think for the record's sake, mm-hmm. I, I hate to say it this way, I think that's what it has to be. I I completely agree. So I, not that I want to delegitimize anybody that request or has to sub out mm-hmm. for part of it because i was in here talking to uh, kimberly one of your or kim one of your other uh, team members and she's like i can do three at the most yep. at one time <laughs> so uh to do a hundred uh, we know it's it's a feat but yep. that's what a record is you and know it, not everybody can do it it's important to take breaks and so even though it was not during you know the, the instant replay um uh program that we're doing right now in july uh, yeah. in july so mm-hmm. we because this was this was in easter uh, april march april, april. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Somewhere around there um but we still were alternating hot and cold towels which the cold towels for me was really really nice because i could have my yes. hands in the ice water yeah. and um taking breaks oh, was that's, so a, that's a good point both of us yeah to yeah. maybe do it and obviously in july and by the way um Full disclosure, I got an MVP today from Kirsten, and uh, I'm in Hawaii. Love it. I, we come here every summer with my family. We love it. I always visit the stores here. Uh, but to get a hot towel first and then a cold towel in Hawaii, I <laughs> highly recommend it. So the fact that uh, you could do that even in March or April. Yeah. Um, and, and great tip, though, that if you're going to try to set this record, mm-hmm. maybe talk it out with the, the client ahead of time. Yeah. And then um, the other thing was is uh, when uh, we had to slow down on doing the facial manipulations. Mm-hmm. Because, so I, I use a lot of pressure when I'm doing my massages. Even when we were going that long, I still use as much pressure as possible because I, I, I want him to get right. his money's worth, right. of course. And so um, um, <laughs> we had a problem with I was rubbing so hard on his temples yeah. <laughs> that he was starting he's, to get like a rug burn on the... bleeding from <laughs> the scalp. <laughs> he's like, you, you know? could not do that to my face anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm sorry. He needs some skin to remain. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so you gotta great. you gotta watch out for that because the skin is sensitive, especially on the the chill towels because they tend not to be as a uh, soft as when they're in the steamers. It kind of mm-hmm. softens down the actual towel. So what it did? So for the groupings, you did 15 and 40 and blah 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 and mm-hmm. 20. I can't, I, you know, I was told there'd be no <laughs> math on this podcast. So, uh, so was it 15 hot towels or did it go hot cold hot cold we, and 40 hot cold hot? We went pretty. I think we did. Three warm to one cold, okay. I think, because mm-hmm. he, he wanted a majority of yeah. it to be warm, and then, you know, every now and then he would be like, "Can we do another cold one?" Or right. you know, he would, you know, we were we were quiet pretty much most of the time, and I'm pretty sure he was asleep for a good yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. Of that. <laughs> so did he get up uh, when you were doing your groups? Mm-hmm. So fifteen towels and yes. then got up and then went back to and the chair for the 15, okay yeah. neck and shoulder massage yeah and then came back and did okay all right that's, yeah that's good it was know. a little bit easier to group it that way so that we weren't like like i wanted him to be able to relax that i knew that you know if you're you know getting massage or something like sometimes you'll doze off so i didn't want to keep making him stand up sit yeah. down stand up sit down so many times um and so we just we just grouped those two parts together and then hit that same number so i had a um a, a, a like a, a poster board and we were doing oh, tally uh-huh, marks uh-huh. I had mvp t- or i did uh, i had the wash tally marks and i had the full mvp tally marks just to make sure everything lined up together and so we were keeping track for yeah, everyone being authentic i mean it's not like yes. the guinness book of world records people are out here watching and documenting <laughs> but you do want it to be legitimate absolutely um so I, here, the, my real question is how long i mean what time did you start what time did you finish we started I had a nine in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was, I believe, three thirty by the time we were done. Okay, is that with like a lunch break or anything? You, um, you know, we we took like you know between our, our groupings, uh, the four groupings that we did, it was like maybe like fifteen minute breaks mm-hmm. in between. Mm-hmm. It wasn't super long. Um, At any point, does he go, Uncle? I, I can't do. You know, I no, I got. So, I'm in over my head. So this not during the process, but mm-hmm. this is so my story is. HI 102. Yep. So this is what happens. So we finish up and all the clients that we had in the store are cheering. Everyone's excited because oh, cool. we finally did it. So everyone was getting into this because yeah. all my stylists were like, she's crazy. Like, uh-huh, I don't know uh-huh. how she's still doing it. And so by the time we finished, like everyone was cheering for us. And it was so fun. So I checked him out. And the minute we were done checking him out, one of my stylists says, 
you should have done 102 because restore HR 102. Oh. And I was sitting there and I was like, ah. Oh. And I'm like, I looked at him for a minute. He's like, no. <laughs> so, You're like, he hadn't even left yet. You could have technically just convinced, tried to convince, but he's like, no, he had reached Yeah, his so 100 well, was You know, what, 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 what he didn't tell you was the whole time, like, he had probably lost count at some point, so he's just like wondering how how much yeah. longer, you know. Yeah, like, I was keeping him up to date, you know, because okay. we we kind of came up with a game plan, um, especially for you know getting like snacks or getting a drink and everything. So we're like, okay, let's this one, let's push to this one, and then I let him know like, okay, we're we're at thirty five right now, and just to, like we had a lot of communication between the two of us because so, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be as comfortable for him as possible so really he was boss man whatever he wanted i was gonna do for him well that, that's why this. it's so good when you get these military <laughs> clients who they're used to the pain and endurance yes. and all this kind of stuff and <laughs> uh but but uh, now that i think about it i believe the record holder had been uh lynn rolf who is our vfw rep mm-hmm. he was the client yep. uh, which was actually kansas he I think. added me on facebook okay. and we've talked about yeah. it a little bit and we've talked about like my my husband and being in the army right now briefly mm-hmm. and so and it, which was super cool yeah super no cool. I, I so i if the record's gonna get broken it might be him as the client again because yeah. uh, a for his love for sport clips and b mm-hmm. his competitive nature yeah so, so so speaking of record breaking so like i said my staff is extremely extremely competitive with each other currently right now i have a stylist and it is rumored that one of Steven Jackson's co-workers is also a little bit oh, competitive. So oh, okay, I see. So his, his, his buddies found out so, yeah, that he's a record holder for this big he, brand. Yeah. yeah, so he came in and he's like, why is there a picture of Steven mm-hmm. on her station? Mm-hmm. And so Sarah, my stylist, Sarah, who is absolutely amazing, she was telling him about it. And so he's like, well, actually, I work with this guy. I don't like that he's winning something. I want to win something, and I want to be recognized for something. So it's rumored that on the next four day, she may be beating my record, oh, wow. which it'll be sad to let that go, but it'll still be home that's here that, at HI-102. That's the catch, right? So <laughs> those of you not watching on YouTube, we'll post a picture on our, our website, but we have this now championship belt for the MVP record-holding store. Yeah. Uh, and it's got um, shampoo on it and scissors and a hot towel and MVP and all this kind of stuff. But this can only be held by one store yep. at a time. So if and when that record gets broken and it's by another store, mm-hmm. I'll have to give you guys instructions on how to ship this bad boy yep. to them. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be great if you could just uh, do me a favor. If, if she breaks it. Have some sort of ceremony on social oh, media. Do absolutely. something where you put the belt on. You take the belt off. And maybe <laughs> yeah. you raise her hand up like she's a champion or something. Yeah, she, um, that'd be cool. And I, I really do hope she beats it, which is, it's, it's going to be kind of bittersweet. But uh, especially because we're doing this today and then Friday is, you know, just right. a couple of days. But um, but you, I, I mean, you, like you said, you broke the century mark. That's mm-hmm. such, that was such a hard thing to do. I mean, for this yeah. thing, like again, to, to go from people didn't even know what the actual record was it was kind of rumored in fact they i was getting hit up like hey i don't know the record so we started throwing it out on social media hey who know who what's the most i I think i did a poll at one point like Mm -hmm. what's the most you've ever done i think someone had come with like 43 in colorado or somewhere yeah Yeah. so um but for now to be an official thing where yeah some some stylists may be like "Eh, i'm never gonna do that others are like heck no that's in my sights i'm gonna make it happen and you're kind of laying out the blueprint for what the things are that they need to think through to yeah, really make because, it happen. Yeah, because I it's it's so much fun, and I and I always say, especially with my stylist and you know our stylists from our other stores, you know, it, I I love to compete with my staff. I love to compete with my team, and it's um because it pushes me, you know, that you and so it's it's a ton of fun. But um, like my my biggest goal moving out to Hawaii was to find some way to put Hawaii on the map. Mm-hmm. So meeting Steven, seeing that he was like he was totally there with me. It yeah. was so amazing. I could not have been more thankful for that that he he let me that's, take that's, it That's a good day. that's a good transition cuz I do want to get into um uh you're not Hawaiian by no. birth. <laughs> uh yeah, you uh you you did come here. You're so let's let's go through this. Your husband's in the military. Yes. Uh what's your husband's name? James. James? Yes. Yes. And uh, you guys have been married how many years? 
We are hitting three years in August. Three years. Oh, by the way, she's a whopping 23 years old, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So she's been married like a fifth of her life at three years of <laughs> marriage. But, uh, but so she, her and her husband, and you guys were stationed in Colorado before. Yes. Which is technically kind of where you're from, mm-hmm. right? So, all right. So uh, you were in Colorado working out of sport clips, yes. right? Were you managing or were you assist- a key holder? What were, you, what were you doing? At the time, uh, this was my second location. I was an assistant manager mm-hmm. at the time when we met. We did not meet at sport clips. However, we met at a King Supers on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. It so there, Yeah, <laughs> there really are Valentine's Day's romances. So you and your husband, you meet, uh, you... Um, you were already working for when, when did you become a did you become a stylist right out of high school or so I, what was your story? Uh, I went to cosmetology school while I was finishing up high school okay um, so Colorado allows that you could you yes. could do both okay yeah, you can start at did you get cr- high school credits for cosmetology school um no okay no so, so you, had I, to, you had to double dip yeah so I had to do it that the second end of my senior year um I um, I, so I had all my credits ready to graduate high school by the end of my junior year, but mm-hmm. I'm from a very small town and they do not allow you to graduate early. They're not used to go-getters in your, no, your they're town. Not used yeah. to it. Okay. So I, what I did is, um, I, my senior year, I had three college courses in the morning at my high school and then they allowed me from there to drive an hour to my beauty school because oh, wow. I lived way out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so then I, so my last semester I was finishing up three college classes in high school and then starting beauty school and it was crazy but we made it work um and so then i um moving forward i graduate cosmetology school and um i had uh one of my instructors um at my beauty school uh monica valdez was with the company for 12 years and she was a coach in colorado for a, a good amount of that time for sport that she, was, uh, for she sport was all clips. Uh, she was with sport clips all yes. the time okay and so and you know in, in, and so in cosmetology school you were already getting exposed to sport clips yes. and okay yeah so she um had you know you wanted to do guy's hair yet no, or you're just kind of no i'm a i'm a third generation stylist uh-huh. my grandma my mom my aunt they all um own a beauty sh- a, a, a salon uh-huh. in colorado springs that i you had. wanted to do color i wanted right? to do let's color. be honest i, I did I, and those not watching on youtube don't know what i'm talking about but <laughs> your your hair is a different color every time i, I know. see you so i get bored uh, yeah okay so all right so you had wanted you'd wanted to do women's hair basically. yeah and yeah. so um when i was in beauty school i was i was terrified of men's cuts i mm-hmm. You know, they usually, if you're doing a full cosmetology program, they spend maybe one day teaching you how to do men's cuts yeah. usually. And it's kind of sad, especially because this industry is booming so much. But even, you know, back, what, 2015, they were saying that barbering was a dying profession. And then wow. a year later, it's yeah. this huge thing again, which is awesome. But so what happened was... Um, I wanted to do women's hair, but I was a little nervous about trying to get a clientele, all that good stuff. And so um, I was listening to my uh, instructor, Monica, and she was saying that, you know, there's no shame in going to work for a franchise to get your skill set up, mm-hmm. to um, make to some money, make some money, <laughs> right. Quick money. Love money yeah. uh, builds a clientele. And so she started talking about her relationship with Sport Clips, which mm-hmm. I honestly had never heard of it before because I'm. I live three hours away right. from the nearest one. Yeah, and an hour from your beauty school. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. I cannot stress how small my hometown right, is. Right, right. It's nowhere. Um, and so she started talking about sport clips. She started talking about you know how it's you know mainly men's haircuts and but she the the thing that caught my eye was she said that she had never she'd been worked for plenty of different places but she had never been so well treated by a company in her life and that's mm. why she spent that twelve years there. I love it. So that did you give her a shout out already? Oh yes, it? she's what, been what's her name? Every, Monica Valdez. Okay, all right, Monica. Okay. Yes, she's amazing. I miss her so much. Okay. Um, so she, uh, so I moved to Denver, um, which mm-hmm. is, so I, I was not expecting. You were not in a small town anymore. I was right, not, and it yeah. was terrifying. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna lie. So, and if um, my first store that I worked at, it was in Lakewood, which is a suburb of Denver. Yep. So it was on Union and Fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, and a McMurdo so, store, or who, uh, who was the team leader? Uh, I, I don't know who has it now, but at the time it was Brad and Carla Witt. Okay. And yeah. I, I don't know who owns it right now, mm-hmm. though. Um, but uh, uh, so I, I started there, and the, the manager there, her name, um, it was Ashley Berry. Now it's Ashley Cervera. She's now managing in Texas, I believe in San Antonio, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. Um, and she was immediately just everything about her just screamed success mm. and that was so big for me i i would not have the drive that i have today without her so 
I applied before I was licensed. I was in the process of testing okay. with the state. So I started so you, as... Were you coordinating? I was coordinating. Or? Okay, yeah. I was coordinating right. for two weeks. And then... Um, and she was helping because I was terrified. I was like this like scared little, you know, oh, puppy. Of course, yeah. And uh, she... Um, so she helped me like study for my test, get my kit together. Um, I didn't know how to use... Um, the feather razor because I knew I was probably going to have it for one of my haircuts so she taught me how to do that the entire staff was just immediately welcoming and I was I was 18 or 19 at the time yeah. so I was I was instantly like the baby you right, know, yeah. <laughs> you know right. it was like super inexperienced so they just welcomed me with open arms and were so patient with me and um and actually like she's she's tough on you when you're starting out like mm -hmm. she you know a lot sometimes and depending uh, high on standards you mean high yeah. standards if there was ever like a little bit of a more like technical haircut she would give it to me because that's the only way that you're going to learn is if yeah. you get those through you through the baby in the bathwater oh, yeah, i she, mean in the pool, deep into the pool I yeah but say. she yeah. was always there though she was yeah. always there for support and guidance and so i i mimic my management style off of her very much so mm. because i know how she made me feel when i first started out so for me now students that are fresh out of school getting licensed and coming into this they're my favorite mm -hmm. they're my favorite now because i i fully understand starting from there and how scary that can be yeah you can relate absolutely mm -hmm. and so i i worked with her for i want to say it was close to eight months ish i think it was somewhere around there and then i ended up moving to colorado springs mm -hmm. where i worked at co 207 for Two, two, three years. <laughs> it, was, mm -hmm. it was it was a it was while. Um, At a skull store. Or who's the team leader? That is Jay Gallagher. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I, I worked there. Um, started off as a coordinator and was promoted to an assistant manager within like four months. Um, and then we went through a couple different managers before I was promoted. Um, uh, into that management bracket, but it was um, it was so much fun. I, I met so many amazing people through that that Colorado team, and every time I'm uh, at the huddles, I always get to just see yeah. them and hug everybody, and it's it's like. Are, are you, are you well, at what point uh, in that uh, timeline did you get married? I got married. Were you at the first store or the second store? Second store. So you're at the second store because mm -hmm. uh, what I what I'm really interested in. You mentioned Ashley starting mm -hmm. Colorado and then in Texas. I met Kirsten today who uh, she is married to a military member and she's been all over well, the world, but the country and yeah. every place that her husband's been stationed, she's worked at a sport clips. Yes. So she's able to walk right into a, a job that she's familiar with and good at. So I, I really want to get to the bottom of uh, what happened in your, in the process, your husband gets, James gets assigned to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. You win basically the lottery in yes. terms of tour <laughs> duties uh for you know quote, quote unquote overseas tour duties Absolutely. so you, you get hawaii um but here you are a successful manager system or whatever at uh at your store in colorado what's the thought process how do you do you research are there any hawaii stores so, or like what happens okay so we found out Set around seven to nine days before National Huddle in Vegas in 2016. Okay, so it's 2016. <clears throat> 17, I'm so sorry. 17, that was 17. Yeah, because it's 19 yeah. now. Yep, so yep. 17, we're, we're in Vegas. Mm -hmm. A week ahead of time, you find yep. out what? That Hawaii is Hawaii where you guys is are going? Where we're going. Okay. Uh -huh. So I, I knew that we had sport clubs in all 50 states, but mm -hmm. I did not know. Barely, because I think we had one we store had here, one right? We had one store. Yeah. No, we had two. Oh, we were two. Okay. This store opened up in 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, right. yeah. Okay. so we. Um, I knew that they were in all 50 states, but I still didn't fully know, like, what island are we going to be <laughs> exactly, on? Yeah. Like, and so it was, I, like. Or how far from, I mean, Oahu, the island we're on right now, it's not a, it's not huge. No, like, it you takes know, you 30 minutes to get it's not to Texas. anywhere from here. Right, <laughs> but there is traffic, and there's, so there yeah. are considerations, and so yeah. not knowing the lay of the land, so you start researching and kind of figuring out. Yeah, so I, my husband is in an aviation unit. He's an air traffic controller, mm -hmm. so I knew that we were going to be on Wheeler Army Airfield, so Schofield Barracks is the actual Army base. Is this kind of the center of the island? It's Is it? Dead center. Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, all right. It's mm -hmm. the best part to be in, <laughs> in my opinion, mm -hmm. but... Um, so I found out that we were going to be on Wheeler and Schofield and Wheeler are literally right next to each yeah. other. Um, and so I Googled sport clips and, um, it, on Oahu. And so I found that we had two stores. Mm -hmm. So we had Waipahu and then we had Milani. And I originally called Milani before the huddle and spoke to, uh, Jen, 
who managed for a while and ended up stepping down just to spend some more time with her kiddos and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, and she's now working in, at Sport Clips in Vegas now, too, which is super oh, cool wow. for her. Oh, yeah. See, it's this whole. I think that's the theme of this podcast. <laughs> is that if on. once you're with Sport Clips, you can get a job you anywhere in the country. It's so hard uh. to leave. Um, and so uh, she, I called her and... Um, I told her, I was like, I'd really like to meet you. We're, we're going to get stationed out there. I think that's the closest location from mm-hmm. what I can tell on Google. Um, and so she's, she's like, okay, yeah, I'll be there. And, uh, I be lost at Huddle, her phone You mean number. be at Huddle? Yeah. Okay. So I lost her phone, phone number. Cause you called her at the way. store. I did. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and I felt so bad about that. So we're, we're, and that was my first huddle uh-huh. too. And so we're, we're sitting for our, for like our main, first main session mm-hmm. and I'm sitting with the Colorado group. And all of a sudden I see this little white sign for Hawaii pop up and I just got up and I sprinted as fast as I could before that sign went down. Nice. And so from there, um, I met Eddie Kahn, who was our team leader. Yep. Um, I met, yes. Yeah. Love Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vivian De La Cruz, who, mm-hmm. who, who was our manager for Waipahu at the time and then Jen who was managing this store at the time and so I you know I'm frantic I'm like I'm moving out Uh there in nine uh months and so I told them you know like this is the store that I'm at here's my phone number so from that point Eddie and I had these we would talk for like about an hour every like once every two weeks coming up to the point where I left Mm -hmm. and so um and you know he was you know asking like how's your store doing right now like where are you improving where are you you know not seeing some improvements that you like to what do you what steps are you taking to do that and he because he knew I was interested in coming out to manage again Mm -hmm. and so um I really got to communicate him communicate with him like how like my management style what I expect from my team what I'm about and um and it worked out really well so when the manager for this store stepped down he told me about it but this it um we were getting close to like two months um without this store hi102 without a manager so the original well, plan yeah that's what i was going to yeah because so, hi103 yes, is in the works yes, while so, you're around this time frame. Yeah, yeah so it was quoted originally that um hi103 was going in Coppola, uh was going to open up uh in December of 2017. And that that's what, maybe 20 minutes from here? Yeah, 20, 30 minutes, yeah, okay. just depending on traffic, uh, really. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was going to take it because it was... So you, know, you were going to be the GO, you were going to manage a GO. Yeah, yeah and uh-huh. so, um, and I was super excited about that opportunity. And then, so when this store did not have the manager for two months, you know, he was seeing, you know, stylists are kind of struggling a little bit, you know, there's yeah. no leadership. And, you know, he said, you know, Milani is so much closer to because I have a five minute drive. Yeah, it really. <laughs> I mean, the, the base is or post is yeah, right around the right corner. There, yeah. yeah. So um, he's like, if you can come out sooner, it's yours. And I, so I talked to my husband about it. And so we, I cannot tell you how crazy the, like, like I think we packed up in like two, two, we packed maybe like two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, on the military side, there's a lot of paperwork that you have to do, a lot of screenings that you have to do, especially because they consider Hawaii an overseas move. Yeah. And so um, there was so much that we had to get done in such a short amount of time. And so um, from then, I, we um, we get me out here um, and we're, we're packing me up. We're getting ready to go. So this is the day before I'm getting ready to go. And a few weeks before then, I had arrangements to sublease an apartment that's literally right across the street from my shop. Mm-hmm. And they gave my room away um, 14 hours before my flight took oh, off. Gosh. <laughs> you don't have enough stress in no, your life right now. All. So why don't we just No, I'm leaving my husband for, for two months. Moving. Right. This is my first move in my adult life. I mean, really ever um, to, outside of Colorado away from to my the, family. Not, this is not the middle of nowhere. It's certainly the middle of somewhere, but it's it's so different yes. than what we know, yeah. you know on the mainland. It was, it, it was a huge culture shock. Yeah. It, was, I, it was not what I was expecting really and I don't even really know what I was expecting but it was it was so different and so I I came out here and I literally got off my flight took my bags to a hotel room and took an uber and met Eddie for dinner that night Mm -hmm. and so immediately the next day I was in my shop working (laughs) and so I so that's what I'm really interested in I mean Mm -hmm. you came you are you're not a rookie but you're new to them. Mm-hmm. It's you had spent l- <coughs> not even 24 <laughs> hours on the island, yeah. and now you're here. I mean, are you the manager right yeah, away? Right um, so away. He, Eddie introduces you. Here's here's your new manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, what walk me through? 
so what, what that's like. The biggest things um, that kind of stood out to the team that I started with, um, we, I mean, sometimes when you come into a team, you've got your bad apples, and mm-hmm. that happens. Um, so the biggest thing um, that I noticed out here is um, I was the first stylist that Team Con has had that has worked for other sport clips off the island. Ah, okay. I was the first one. So it was very different. Um, we don't have... So was there a lot of, uh, that's not how we do it around here? Yes. Attitudes? Okay. Yes. Got so um, my biggest thing is I, I took the handbook mm-hmm. and I just, everything. <laughs> this is how we do it <laughs> around like, here. Actually, yeah. it is. <laughs> and so which you, you got to cool. have that paper trail for everything. So I lost three stylists my first day. Oh, wow. Three quit on me. And Do you think they would have quit no matter what? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's just the fact that. Um, I think the biggest thing is like they, they had that, you know, mentality that, you know, they were just here to show up, cut hair, and leave. They, right. they didn't have a lot of standards. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe if you had come in and been like, eh, whatever, you know. Well, just that was did, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now knowing you, yeah. I, can, I can attest to that. But uh, so, yeah, they weren't, they weren't going to make it. And, no. But then the others – that that did um did how long before you felt like the respect started to come along it with? took i honestly think about three weeks you saw a huge change like first i knew it was overwhelming and we had our first pep rally and i'm like we're gonna make a lot of changes it's gonna mm. be a little drastic at first but you were gonna see a huge improvement in everything once we do it so um did you have to like um put the carrot out there like uh by the way you'll make more money yes so i literally had to sit down one-on-one with every single stylist and break down like you know how can you bonus why do we focus on back bar why is it good for you why is it good for me why is it good for eddie why is it good for everybody you know and so we i literally had to break it down a good handful of times and it even it took a few months for like it like to super click with them Mm -hmm. um because even going over those numbers um, there wasn't a lot of training that had been done to show them how to do that. So it just because, you know, every stylist is different. They all have their different, you know, ways of, you know, pushing retail or back bar or what have you. And so um, really train like listening to each stylist and exactly like what is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to work for this other person, but like how can I get this working for you? So really what happened was is um, – Two weeks after I started, I hired who is now my assistant manager, Kim. Yep. And she... Um, one of three Kims, by the way. One of three Kims yeah, in uh, my I, store. I, I, uh, <laughs> and she is a firecracker. Like, she mm-hmm. she is here to work. And so she was the first one that was, like, just knocking it out of the ballpark. And so people saw how much money she was making and mm-hmm. how she was doing so well for herself. They're like, oh. Maybe I should follow the five-point play and yes. do what uh, yeah. me to do. Okay. So that was a huge difference right there. She was my first person that was, like, really helping me push it. Um, and then fast forward um, a couple months later, even more so, um, I have Kirsten come, who mm-hmm. we, we all call Naomi because she – I'm spelled the same she's name. Kirsten, yeah, but it's right. spelled the same way and it's super confusing. <laughs> um, and so she's been with the company for nine, ten years now. And she has managed. She's been in multiple different stores and she's been in my shoes before. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to be your easiest stylist. And she, I hired her the day that she, she, she came into the store and I was like, yup, mm-hmm, we're doing mm-hmm. this. Yep. And um, so she's like, I'm going to be your easiest stylist. She's like, I don't want any of the added responsibility, but I'm going to do my best to help you with everything. Wow. And that's exactly what she does. So we had this, we were probably running at, like, like, like she was saying this morning, about 30% of what we needed to be doing. Yeah. And, you know, because we were just working. I didn't want to overwhelm my staff, so we were just getting there. She comes in, and a month later, we're probably running at, like, 80. Everyone's, like, hitting, like, 80% on the five-point play. Everyone's numbers are, you know, jumping, you know, up like crazy because they are, they're finally seeing that I'm not saying all these things for nothing because there's another person that's experienced these things on the yeah. mainland. She's got your back. Exactly, because we um, Hawaii is great out here, but you know we only get our coach out here once every thirteen weeks, and she's mm-hmm. only here for one week. So, for you know however many stores that we have out here, getting you do have an artistic team member as she your coach, amazing, though, so you though. do have a rock star. We do we in are demand. So lucky. The fact that you get her every thirteen weeks, is I try to cool. kidnap her every yeah, time. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna chain you up back here, and yeah. you're never gonna leave. <laughs> so, so you get her. Uh, you have now, uh, and and this is true. I mean, we talked this morning. First thing I usually do when I come to a store is I'll go back and I'll take a look, you know, at your mm-hmm. performance board and, mm-hmm. and see what, what that's all looking like. And the, the leap that you guys have made in one yeah. year 
and, and, and not not that it's all you or all cursing but it's no, this it's combination everyone. yeah everyone is totally mm-hmm. bought in and you are leading this really mm-hmm. great team now yeah um what what is what was what was the most challenging coming from Colorado to Hawaii? The, was it the culture shock? Was it uh, the the lack of kind of organizational systems? Kind of what what do you think was your biggest hurdle that you had to get over? So I, I like a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, like the biggest thing was you know like I said this is the first time I moved away from my family. Oh okay. My, I have that family where like if one person's moving everybody goes with them. Yeah okay. I was the exception though because no one wants to be moving every three years. Right. <laughs> they were done with that. Um, so that was really hard for me. Um, uh, I have a lot of younger siblings that are growing up and I'm missing a lot of milestones with them, right. which was really tough on me. Still is. Yep. Um, you know, that the first two months I think were the hardest thing I've ever gone through as a person. Um, just well, especially without James around. Yeah. He, right? My husband yeah. wasn't here yeah. yet, you know, figuring out, you know, housing. Cause you know, technically it was homeless for a few days yeah. <laughs> sleeping in the break room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it took a minute to get that to balance out. But at the same time I was out here, and when I came out early, I wasn't out here to Hawaii. I was out here to sport clips. Mm-hmm. And so I worked, um, I, I think like my first three days, I was here until midnight cleaning because it was, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll uh-huh. just say it that way. Um, but um, I just, I cleaned the entire store. Um, and then my first three full weeks here, I worked open to close every single day. I wasn't taking any days off. And then one day, um, my uh, stylist Sarah, she's like, "You need a day off. I'm right, taking right. you to the beach." <laughs> nice. So we she took me. We, we, I took like a four hour nap on the beach mm-hmm. that first day, and I was like, "Okay, I." I, I pa- you passed out. Essentially, is yeah. what happened. Yeah, it you was, collapsed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And so, um, really, it was. Um, I want I'm gonna say it was like the stress of not having anyone that I really know. Um, like even um, it took my truck um, two weeks to get shipped out here mm-hmm. after I got here. And the day that my truck got here, I, I worked, like, an eight-hour shift, I think, that day, um, a closing shift. And um, I, I picked up I, I got my truck um, that morning, and I was sitting in the parking lot. I got off work. I sat in the, my car, and it was the first thing that kind of just felt like home. It was something that mm-hmm. was familiar. And I, I fell asleep in my truck. And in Hawaii, you cannot sleep in your vehicle. Yeah, yeah, that's... And at three in the morning, our security guard uh-huh. keeps tapping on my window, and I was like, "I am so sorry." Right. Is, did he make you take any sort of test or no, anything? No, 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 no. Okay, all he, right. He, I was in uniform and uh-huh. everything, and I was just like, "I am so sorry." Like it's like, and I was trying to explain it to him, and he's like, "You're fine. Yeah. It's okay." And even now, when I see him every now and then, mm-hmm. it's just like I'm still a little mortified from it. But it was. Um, I, I think that was just, you know, just being in a new place by yourself is you yeah. know, a little a little intimidating. Yep. But, you know, at this point we've made, uh, you know, we have our, our Hawaii Ohana now, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, all the stylists that I have, you know, we I can say we honestly and truly all love each other. We're all there for each other. And I know Kim was, like, trying to get me to live with her for forever. She was trying really hard, but I still didn't, like, super know her that well. So I'm just like, yeah. I don't know. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but... but. If you had to go back, you oh, probably would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, I, so there, it's going to lead me. I got two questions for you. Then we'll get to the fun questions at okay. the end. Um, and it leads into that. The the first question is, what do you know now that you wish you would have known when you stepped foot here, uh, taking over the this store? Oh man, not a regret, but something that would have made your life easier. Um. Oh goodness, that's a hard question. Oh gosh. Um and 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 not to stall so you can think mm-hmm. longer, but I'm I'm thinking about any uh any managers or anybody that steps into management who maybe hasn't done it before or is is facing an unfamiliar situation kind of like you coming from Colorado to yeah. Hawaii, what would what would make it easier for them now that you now that you've been in this for a year and a half, 2 years or whatever uh here, what what would how would the you answer the biggest that? thing or I'll, I'll say it kind of more as like a piece of advice i guess if that if that's yeah. all right um you have to walk the walk um mm-hmm. so i'm very young 
I've consistently been the youngest person in my shop. And so I know the biggest challenge that my original staff had was they see a child basically coming into their store and, you know, making all these changes. But when I got on the floor and they saw me doing that five point play and they saw the the quality of my haircuts and and my speed as well, because a lot the haircut times were very, very high. They're like, oh, she's serious. Mm -hmm. And they knew that from this. They knew that right away. I was like, I mean, I mean business. And so. Um, you, anything, any changes that you make, any, um, like you, you, you have to do it. Like you have to be the first person to make that step. And if you're not doing consistent, the first time that someone sees you not doing it consistently, they're going to point that out out. so fast, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so fast. And then hanging over your head and all that. Yeah, Yeah. And it just makes it so much harder because you know, in the beginning, these stylists don't trust you. They don't know you. Yeah. They don't know you. Yeah. And so, um, but if you show them, you know, immediately that, you know, like that, you know what you're doing, that they can trust you, that, you know, if you, you have to show them the signs on like that, that you're fully there for them, yeah. that you care about them. I and love that's, it. That's a big thing. The, the next question before I get to the, the 10 fun ones. So now, now that you're, you are where you are looking back, what, what in the last, since you got here, what are you most proud of? The, the one thing that you're like, you know what, I can't believe I did it, but I did I did it, and we're successful, and I'm glad I did that thing. What What is it? Honestly, I mean, just, it's so hard to just put that into one thing. Like, you know, you know, when you're a young stylist fresh out of school, every little milestone feels huge. Like mm-hmm. your first skin fit, it's not mm-hmm. an easy haircut, you know, your first flat top. Um, the first time that you hit your numbers, um, that was that was huge in the beginning like obviously for me like right now i'm very thankful about doing the 100 mvps because it was it never been done before and you know getting that recognition just not from my staff from but from the country everybody yeah everybody that was huge you Mm -hmm. know and so i i got so many phone calls and emails from it and i honestly was not expecting it i loved when you interacted with like when we posted on social media and you commented back to people that were saying stuff (laughs) i was being feisty with the people that like well yeah you got some people like who would ever want to do that and you're like hey and and, then that's my record so back off but but no i I did appreciate the fact that also that people were like they had genuine questions Mm -hmm. and you took the time to answer Here's here's how I did it, and yeah. here's what you could do, and so, mm-hmm. so that was cool. I, I love it. All right, look, so look, um, today is your day off, so I am taking <laughs> up your precious time with uh, you. Uh, James is gonna get mad at me here. So um, let's go through the ten, my fun ten questions at the end, okay? And then we'll uh, we'll let you get on to. By the way, uh, for those. Who, uh, I don't think we said earlier, uh, we're recording this during the July 4th holiday. Yes. So you've got uh, some big firework plans to, to go attend to on the on uh, the island of Oahu. Okay, number one, which superpower would you most like to have? Um, to teleport anywhere. Okay, oh, so you can get to Colorado yes, and see exactly family and then come why. back, get back to your shift. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your personal motto? My personal motto? Oh, gosh. Um... I, I, I've always had this, like, little, you know, slogan, you know, making the world a beautiful place one haircut mm-hmm. at a time. Okay. That's good. And, and not one I've heard before. I like it. Other than where you live now, uh, which uh, it's funny because <laughs> well, let's see, who was I just interviewing? Uh, it was the team leaders of the year. They picked mm-hmm. Hawaii as the place that they would oh, like goodness. to live, if I remember right. But other than where you live right now, where else in the world would you most like to live? Oh my gosh, I'd love to see Wales. I just recently okay. found out that I'm Welsh and okay. I don't know a whole lot about it, mm-hmm. but I, I'd love to experience that, I think. You got to go. Make it happen. I know. Make it's it happen. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> uh, who is a celebrity you'd most like to meet one day? Oh my gosh. Um, that's a heavy question. It's going to sound random. Jack Black. I love Jack, Jack Black. Jack Black? Okay. Love him. Yeah, of course. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, uh, Jumanji. Yes. Uh, that's one of my kids' favorite movies. He was hilarious in that. Which words or phrases do you most overuse? Which words or phrases do I most overuse? Um, time is money, probably. Okay. That's, so that's your, your team members I... hear that all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. Time is money. <laughs> they should get you a time is money uh, shirt. What sound or noise do you love? Um, so I'm from a part of Colorado that's, um, 
very midwestern mm-hmm. so it's the the oop like any time that you uh what what is that it's it's a it's a thing that <laughs> well like when it when somebody does something good or no, like, like when like you make a mistake like, like oop like, like you almost like you know like run into somebody you go oop i'm sorry oh, like, okay. or like okay. you drop something like okay. it's it's like it just my bad oop. i love it yeah okay oop. okay oop all right <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate um um people chewing with their mouth open oh i'm so glad i spit my gum out before we <laughs> did because i totally was what profession other than your own would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try um i wanted uh to either uh i wanted to be I, if i wasn't going to do hair i was going to be a band teacher okay um, is there a certain instrument? Or? Um, I could play at a college level with a clarinet by oh. the time I was in seventh grade. Oh, wow. I also play the violin. <laughs> okay. Wow, man. Yeah. That sounds like uh, what you should have. You should be playing as, as clients oh, walk in. You do something. Have a little tip jar out there. <laughs> uh, what do you consider your greatest achievement? My greatest achievement? Um. That's pretty I'm remarkable. Pro- yeah, yeah, that, 100 MVPs <laughs> and a championship. By the way, for those listening to the podcast, <laughs> you couldn't hear her point to uh, the championship belt that she's got. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I mean, the whole the whole career so far. I mean, obviously, yeah. being being as young as you are, you still have um, the whole world ahead of you here at Sport Clips. But uh, for for you to come to co- from Colorado to here two months ahead of your husband, find a way to to live and find a place to live and all that kind of stuff, and take a store that you know you're the very first uh, manager probably who hadn't ever been on the island before, and for you to come in and do all that you've done and turn it around. There's a lot of achievements in there to choose from. So, uh, last but not least, if heaven indeed exists. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, man. That's what you want to hear him say? No. Not so, <laughs> uh-oh. Um, we got, a, got an issue there. I think just... Um, as long as it's not oop. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no. Oh, <laughs> what are you doing here? No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I think it would, it would be like along the lines of having validation that I did something to change someone's some mm-hmm. at least one person's life for the better yeah because that's that's all i want to do is just help let's yeah, go back to your motto yeah. i mean you know making the world a beautiful place one haircut at a time but changing people's lives mm-hmm. you know one person at a time so Absolutely. i love that hey uh, your story is amazing it's and, and like i said just a second ago it's just the beginning I mean, mm-hmm. what you've already accomplished at your age, this is just the start for you. And uh, I had to get, I mean, I was coming to uh, Oahu anyways, <laughs> but I wasn't planning, I, you know, just to come see anybody yeah. on Oahu. Uh, I had to make sure to get out here and see you because what you're doing here is uh, is next level. I love it. Love what you guys are all about. And uh, we'll see how long this championship belt can stay at HI 102. Oh, <laughs> so uh, before somebody else out there uh, challenges your record. So thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll have another episode for you next week.